Welcome to a collaboration session with Sobriety After Dark with your host, Jackie Laidlaw. <laughs> and this is Fully Awake with Sarah Liz. And we love to get together and chat about anything and everything. Our feelings of the mask on here. Yeah, let's start with that. Okay. Because I just... I'll have a stance. You wear it, like, all day, right? All day long. It's motherfucking miserable. <sighs> it's miserable. So I understand. I will put it on in the grocery store because, honestly, I think that's where I get sick 90% of the time is the grocery store. Yeah. But at the beach, absolutely not. Out in public, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Like I'm at a restaurant. No, I'm at a restaurant. I'm going to eat. Yeah. I go, literally, I go to First Watch and I don't even go in the building. Like we check in online. Chris walks in and we get a seat outside. We don't talk to anybody. Like nice. we're good at isolating. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You guys have it down. Yeah. It sounds like. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I work out all the time <laughs> and to get from my chair to the shampoo bowl and back i'm literally like, <laughs> and my mask is like it's, it's suffocating such a strange feeling and i don't even have i'm so lucky that i don't have to wear it like you and so many other people i know like daniel mm-hmm. has to wear it all day at work mm-hmm. and you know i have another hairstylist friend and i can just think of the so many people that are stuck wearing Right. A mask all day long and I feel disgusted by my own breath when I'm in the grocery um, store. If I'm going to quit drinking coffee, now would be the time. <laughs> so I that I don't like, have to smell my coffee. Breath. My breath does not smell good. So <gasps> no one is that close to you ever. No. If they are, they better love you. <laughs> right? You know. They better. <laughs> I hope. Well, I mean, like, no stranger is going to be, like, yeah. pressing that close to you. Yeah, but <laughs> even if you think about, like, the six feet apart distancing thing, mm-hmm. and then if you can't be, I'm typically closer to people, no matter what, if they're my friend or not. Yeah. I, I'm not good at six feet. It's been a practice. Right, right. It's so hard in the studio because I want to hug everybody as soon yeah. as I walk in the door. Right. And it's like, wait, keep your hands down. Don't initiate the hug. <laughs> it's so hard. It is hard. I, I just met with my banker and I'm like, oh my God, I have I wanted to throw my arms around her, but I can't. Oh, <laughs> I know. I Are you guys at Trustmark? So um, no, at um, Renaissance across the street. From, is there a bank across mm-hmm. the street from there? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. On the um, side where the compounding ph- pharmacy, I think, is right there. What? Yeah. It's pretty new. I think it's been there for a year or so. Okay. I don't know. I think that location is new. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. But I love my bank. She's the That's sweetest. good. She makes me feel so good about being a human. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we're a human. Right? I am allowed to make mistakes and still go after my dreams. Yeah. It is okay to be human and imperfect and F up your bills sometimes <laughs> when they're not on auto pay. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. We fixed it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. But so I'm trying to open a salon. It's not ruin our credit in the process. <laughs> yeah. Are you still on that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I'm back on that. Because um, you kind of got Oh, off. I got off okay. completely. Yeah. And I'm so glad because I wouldn't have survived COVID. I yeah. didn't do my taxes right the year before mm. in order to get the PPP. So you should open up next to us at Destin Hot Yoga. It's too small. Aww, it's way too small. Yes. I'm looking at a space right now that I'm like, 
I, I know it's real because I'm so weird about talking about it. I, I can feel myself like. Can we say it and then cut it out? Where I'm. Thinking, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, and I'm not even sure I want you to cut it out. It's. I, I think I've signed the, the like intent to rent or whatever it's called. The intent. Oh yeah. To take. Yeah. Um, I just need the money to line up and it's so close. Like it's so, it's so Yay. close. If they just give me a couple months to figure this out. I want this space. Um, you know where Gold's Gym is across the street uh-huh. that complex? It's the white building with two stories. Uh-huh. Um, Fat Clemenza's is in the front. Yeah. And then there actually is a salon. It's a men's salon. Though, That's what so, I thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like a men's grooming place. Like, there you go. I'll send you all the guys I can't get in. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm like one day I will not be able to work past three. Like, right. And like, especially if Chris get, like gets booming, I'm going to have to tailor my schedule. So I have five o'clock guys that, you know, yeah. if they're good, I might have to send them upstairs. I hope that doesn't happen for a few more years, but I love my men. But cool. anyways, I don't want them to feel threatened. I love comp. I, I competition to me is a good thing. It's not a negative thing. Well, and like, it's different studio. It's different salon i was about to say studio right. but it's different yeah we have more colors so, and, and a different clientele um yeah so we would be on that bottom so it's like a l shape like fat commences is uh-huh. here and then there's buildings here or businesses here here and then it like has the overhang oh thing in the in the courtyard right here we would be in this bottom so cool so we have like an outdoor seating thing for lunch it was so cute we have back we have parking out back and oh, a good parking nice. lot cuz yeah like, the parking lot's awesome right honestly there. no offense to your plaza fuck that parking yeah i, I would lose my entire clientele they'd pull in that and be like fuck this we love you bye like <laughs> <laughs> and i wouldn't blame them like I don't like each hairstylist is gonna have at least two clients at a time. Yeah, like on those busy days. That's yep. for eleven that's hairstylists. True. Possible. Like we might have eleven people in there. Yeah, that would be that would be obviously goal. But I would build to that, and yeah. that would be amazing. Starting small. Yeah, it's the perfect space. I when I first looked at it, I was like, ew, what? Who does this? <laughs> and then I started like dreaming about it and I'm like oh we need walls to put stations on so those walls are actually perfect yeah you can't you clearly can't knock the wall down okay holding the building up so holding the building yeah (laughs) that's not an option then I was like wait is it like walls like a cubicle or so no I thought when I was first thinking about this that I wanted to do suites Uh and I'm an addict in, in healing. I, I don't really like the word recovery. I'm a healing addict. Healing. Like, you know, I not, like that better. I don't need to recover from my life. I need no. to heal my wounds so that yeah. I can live my life's purpose. So you can't heal in isolation. No. I don't want to be stuck in a tiny little room. I love my clients. Yeah. But like we all feed off the energy of the bustling salon. I'm not ready to give that up. Yeah. But it is a little socially distanced so the building the way it works when you walk in there's this big open space and then a wall separates the front from the back oh so okay have two stations there so this side would have one two three stations and then one two so five stations oh, up front cool. with a seating area and then possibly a front desk if i could get on like an assistant and front desk people um 
Oh, I would need a lot of hairstylists in there to be able to pay you. Because then like social media posting and things like that would be like taking pictures of the um, befores and afters. Like where I am right now, I absolutely love, I'm safe, I'm comfortable, Yeah, but I can't grow there. And it has a a shelf life. Well, and honestly, you can't like, like physically, eventually, your body's going to start to start feeling it. Right. I mean, after quarantine, like not doing hair for two months, I had to, like whenever that first week back, I had to put my scissors down a couple of times and be like, I'm sorry, this has never happened before. Yeah. (laughs) My, like my fingers were curling up from this getting too tight from being overworked. I believe it because I, when I get on a kick with Malavides and I'm not Mm -hmm. even cutting hair, you know, I'm not even making them all day long, but you know, it's such a tiny intricate procedure that my, just my joints, I was like, I told Daniel, I was like, I think I have arthritis. Aww. And he was like, no, you don't. <laughs> hey, you might. It's, I mean, ooh, when it hurts like that, it, it hurts. hurts yeah. real bad. And so I can't even imagine being in your position. Someone used to it's, tell me to do lashes because you could make a killing doing that. And first of all, I don't do any of this for the money. I right. Because I love my clients and I love doing hair. Yeah. But they were like, I was like, first of all, no, for that reason. But second of all, with my arthritis, using teeny tiny tweezers like that, I'd be done in a year. I'd be like, hi guys, I'm Jackie. Nice to meet you yeah. with my claws. <laughs> I can't no. hold my hand. Right. Absolutely not. My fingers <laughs> hurt just thinking about it. Yeah. Ah. Anyway. Yeah, so, so, yeah. It's a great space. And then, oh, so then you walk through those doors and then you could have one, two, three, four, possibly five more stations, six mm. on the wall. And then there's a separate already room plumbed ready for shampoo bowls. Oh, perfect. I mean, it literally is the most perfect space. That's amazing. The scariest part is where we're going to put the washer dryer. I hope it's like to code. Mm. I hope that's allowed, but. You'll figure that out. Worst That'll be easy. We have a towel service and get the towels off our hands. Yeah. And get delivered to us. Like, yeah. we'll figure it the F out. That's my new thing. Oh my God. There's a solution so to every exciting. problem. So There is. There's yeah. always a solution to every problem. It may not be the most cost effective, but right. there's still a solution until right. you can figure it out. Yeah. To figure out a more efficient way to run mm-hmm. your business. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. We just got to get in the door and oh my gosh. get moving. And I got to sell books. I'm ready to start Yeah, books out there. Yeah. That's another Go girl. thing on the list. Yeah. Ah. I'm so, on pause right now, personally. Yeah. Like, I, I'm on pause. I just feel like I need to take the next couple weeks and just pause. Okay. Creating. Yeah, okay. like things have really fallen into place, nice. and I, someone was in my computer, I maybe, maybe not, so I'm kind of, like, cautious on what I say, so I ha- also haven't been podcasting. Um, someone was in your computer? I don't really know. This sounds really crazy, right? Like, well, no. But I, I logged on, and I had to rechange all my passwords, and it was just really strange. And then I got the Google security alerts, and for, you know, I run three emails. I have, like, my personal account and then my two business accounts. Mm-hmm. And so it's just one of those things where I'm like, what is going on? And then same with my YouTube accounts. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, there's something weird. And then I just thought I just need to pause because if someone's trying to get into my stuff, whether they are, or they aren't, 
I I don't want them to take anything of mine, so I'm right. just going to pause. Yeah. And I just think that's the best thing right now. So that's where I've been is on a pause. Okay. Not necessarily like externally creative because I've been taking everything to pen and paper for the most Ooh, part. I love that. And I did like five paintings and, nice. you know, so it's just, I'm just doing different stuff. Yeah. The beauty about being an entrepreneur and doing things like this is you don't have to be in a box. Like you're able to be flexible and listen to your body. I, I was not on pause. I just lost my computer charger. So, can't do shit without a computer charger and i am the universe was telling you to be maybe. on pause well, and <laughs> after dark dry july challenge so that yeah. like, i loved it and i'm super pumped for the future but there's stuff that i'm gonna have filmed next time yeah <laughs> so there's not as much live every night we'll do the live thing but i don't think the workouts will be live i think we'll just post a workout a day yeah yeah yeah. The live stuff was cool because I think that a lot of people watch for the live. Yeah. Um, but sometimes pre-recorded stuff is really cool too. I don't know. You know? I don't know what we'll do. But it did we'll take a lot out. of brain power. So maybe only, yeah, two of the webinars. Yeah, I because I really haven't seen you that whole time. Right. It, like, it was, like, <laughs> it was my life. <laughs> we were like, <gasps> we were on pause for podcast. <laughs> what do you think about calling? I was thinking that you and I should call like our own podcast, something else instead of like this, the collaboration, the collaboration. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I love Cause it. I'm fine with the collaboration. Naming everything. I'm the label <laughs> ego. So if we give everything a label, I'm really happy. <laughs> I practice non-judgment. So yeah. No right. Oh my gosh. You know what I read today? Speaking of non-judgment, I read, um, that thing from untamed. It's in like the sleeve. I was yeah. looking for the book just now, but oh, yeah. I read that at the end of class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, like, one of the I students. I didn't realize that's what that was. I was buzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Good. It was so good. It's good that you're in that space. That's a good space <laughs> to be in after yoga. Um, or even in Shavasana or coming out of it. Whatever. So, I, I read it, and then one of my students come back in after most everybody leaves, and she asked me what it was from. And I tell her, and then, you know, she's talking about her daughter and I'm like, oh man, do I, do I say this or do I not? Because from a spirit, like a Christian stand, not spiritual, Christian standpoint, I was like, I wonder if I should just let her know that it's, you know, this woman that is now seeking another woman. Uh And so I said it in as loving of a way as I possibly could just before she like, so that she was aware. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and then I was like, I hope I didn't overstep because I texted it to her right afterwards. Yeah. Um, cause she asked me to like send her the, send her the yeah. quote, you know, take a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I am very open-minded. Yeah. And what did we say? What was the word that brought this up? Um, non-judgment non-judgment yes yeah yes i'm like oh wait i don't know if i can go back that far and truthfully yeah real talk non-judgment however you know my like insides i love people that love same sex like i have some really good friends that go down that path and i think that you know good for them right yeah, but non non judgment first, right. first of all. Okay, so maybe we'll so just with non judgment, and I think that my intention was just because I know that 
she is of like a Christian faith as well. My intention was just to just, Hey, FYI, mom to mom. I just want to be sure that you know that this was what this book is about. So if you're telling her where it's coming from. And then she goes to read it and then she's like, my mom wants me to do what? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Thank you. I was like, I think I just connected the dots. Trying to get that out and was really struggling as you could tell. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a minute. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, No, it's okay. I don't think that's overstepping. I, I have done the same thing. With And maybe this is, and we can talk openly about this, and maybe this is our codependency and managing other people's perspectives. <laughs> where, but, and it's maybe. like, just because I read it, and honestly, it resonated with me because I've, for the past, I don't know, four or five years since sobriety, realized that I maybe I believe in one love. Seeing kids, seeing my son love his buddies as much as he loves girls, like he doesn't, He's being taught to love a girl. Right. You know, like I can right. see it happening. And I can't deny the fact that I I was told to love a boy and a white boy for that matter. I was told I was only allowed to love a white boy. Oh, wow. Not with their words, but with the feelings of the yeah. Christian perspective. And reading the book Untamed and reading all of these things, like it uh, breaking my conditioning makes me realize that maybe I, I believed in one love Yeah, from the beginning, and I was just conditioned. First of all, my first love was Will Smith. So if I had it my way, I would have been going dark chocolate. (laughs) Is that racist? I hope not. (laughs) I love it. That's so great. I mean, to be freaking honest, and I think I would have been a lesbian or at least bisexual. At some point, I I think in my life, I would have been as well because... I, but it was like I was constantly steered in that opposite direction, you know? Yeah. And so reading some of her words in Untamed, I'm like, oh, what the heck? Right? Like, <laughs> like one love. Like, we all are meant to love each other. Right. And and that's just that. Right. And that's just that I don't that think that simple. means I need to leave my husband and, and no. off in the lady realm. I love my husband. No. And I am, like, I believe we were divinely connected and yes. all of the things. So. Same. Yeah. Not trying to leave my husband, but I definitely understand the feeling. I can empathize wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like, oh, huh, that is in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had a friend. I had this conversation, actually. Um, I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but she told me that the vaccines that we've been getting since we were young mm-hmm. um, and the origins of those vaccines um, are... Some are male, some are female. So they don't know what they're giving, like, boy, like, (gasps) here's, you know, this is from a female origin, and then they're inserting it into a boy. There's no way for them to tell. They're just, you know, all made up. Right? In this lab. For anybody listening, my jaw is on the ground. (sighs) Isn't that mind-blowing? Just even the thought of that. Whether she's 100% accurate or not. Are there hormones in there? Yes. And that was her point. Is that... What the fuck are we doing to our children? Exactly. (laughs) That's her point. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I can't... And I... I tell my husband. Well, I'm so confused right now. Right? Why are they doing that? Who was in charge of this shit? Like, 
seriously, don't they know this? Don't they connect these dots? You would think. And her point, and that's, she's a, like way anti-vaxxer, but she respects everybody that is, right? But this yeah. is part, I mean, one of her, and, mine too. Yeah. This is one of her many reasons why she is so anti. Yeah. I mean, and that's a big freaking one. Yeah. News to me. Her name's Melanie, you know, and well, she's a writer as well. Yeah. She's wonderful. She's a, her, She's a holistic health practitioner. Yeah. Okay. And she's a writer right now. That's mostly what she does right now. I love that. Um, Does she want to join our mountain trips? Do you want to plan that? Let's plan that. Mm. I just want to jump in the car, literally three-day weekend, drive up there on a Friday morning, spend all day Saturday, drive back Sunday, and... Or maybe try back Monday if you can swing it. <laughs> yeah. And write for a day or two in the mountains, sipping coffee. Yes. No distractions. I mean, I need I need my phone for, like, inspiration. <laughs> yeah. To, you know, create on Canva and all the things. Yeah. But no, like, distractions. Yeah. Right? No distractions. I would love it. Breaking for lunch and food and and hanging out and tossing out ideas and mm-hmm. whatever yeah. and, oh, and then yeah. separating again i think yeah. that that the brain would, trust yes we need a brain trust yeah i read a post from another friend of mine that she was like what is it up with south walton um i pitch this idea i create this new business and then somebody goes and takes it and then Whoa. they create it as theirs and i guess it's been happening to her time and time again and i'm reading through her post and i'm like girl, how is this happening to you? And, you know, so I think that's all the more reason why I just trust. And I think I've been guilty of just trusting and then ideas get stolen or taken. And so what idea? Nothing, nothing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing's been stolen. No, no, I mean for her. Oh, for her. She's had a few business models that have gotten stolen. Yeah. That's Which is huge and sad. Yeah. You know, but, um, I don't know. I just think all of our ideas come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we all feed off of each other. Absolutely. So we all might've had a similar idea at a different time. I and so are they, multiple things. are they really ours though? Yes. <laughs> it was, I just could not produce it fast enough. It was 100% my idea. <laughs> Who else cares that their hair gets wet? Actually, no, that's why we have a market for it. My little foot washer in the shower is 100% my idea, and someone else took it. And then my glove, my my scrunchy glove for curly-haired people. So the the ShamWow material is okay. the most absorbent material on the planet. So I spent a week trying to figure out how to knit a damn glove together. I ended up doing a mitt because that was way easier than fingers. Okay. So I made a mitt. Which the other company did fingers, um, which I made. This was my idea. <sighs> my idea. Although, anyways, so made my mitt, started using it on clients, started testing it out. It was really working. Like my sister loved it. It really, it like sucks the moisture out of okay. your curl and okay. it like holds the curl in place. It was really great. And you mix it with your oil. Anyways, literally like two months later, I'm flipping through a hair magazine New product by Diva Curl, the Diva Glove. I was like, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? I had this idea. This is my idea. I think that's my point, though. Like, we're all all so connected. And we all 
think about right. the same things and we all have these different sources of inspiration. So whoever Social first. media. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> maybe it goes back to one of our first conversations, like the rat race. The- <laughs> I wonder why we're like this. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't so, know. Do is an idea really original? I guess is my question. I don't think there is. In 2020, I don't think there's a really original idea. Even though I know in my heart of hearts that that invention came from a dream that I had. Really, I dreamt it. Most of my best things I've dreamt. I think that's universe. I think that's God. I think that's the universe telling it to me. And it's my job to execute it. And I get so in my way. These were all back in my drinking days. I haven't had oh, like an okay. invention like this since. And I would get in my own way and I wouldn't, I would like sit on things for months. Like it was probably more like six months later that that glove turned in, turned up in that. Gotcha. And then my other invention, like I literally made, I've made patents. Like I've, I, I want to do these things, but I don't know how to you do that. You gotta figure out how to start executing this stuff. Yeah, this was all before <laughs> Entrepreneur was on fire. This is all before sobriety. Okay. This is all before all of the things that I know now. Yeah. And maybe one day I'll invent, I'll have another great idea. But something that I've learned along the process, regardless of what I figure out, is my going to be my product? It, you don't want to be the first. You kind of want to be the second. So you can see and learn from the first. Yeah, that It makes doesn't sense. make you stealing. Right. It just makes it competition. Competition's a good thing. There's a place for everyone at the table. You just have to show yeah. up and get it, you know? So it's not really, I don't view it as stealing anymore. Like one person didn't invent squats. Everybody that is a personal trainer squats. So if I train yeah. someone and I have them squat, doesn't mean that I stole it from someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, and in a way too, like, do we get so possessive? Like I know for myself, my answer is no. Um, that we're like, Oh, that was mine. Right. Right. I mean, as, as joking really, like I am as these inventions and it was mine. <laughs> I can't really go there. Like I'm the one that didn't execute bottom line. Yeah. They executed, they had an idea, they have a team ready. So I'm, that's what I, that's what the lesson I got from it. It's not about yeah. win or lose or whether or not any of that. It's how I can be the person that's ready to execute. Yeah. How can I build my life up to it so that I can make those execution ideas or execution actions when the ideas yeah. come? So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. You can I know do you it. can. Because your ideas are great. Thanks. You just have to figure out how to run with them. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I think like for yoga practice, like if I were to put, translate this into my practice on the mat, um, Right now, we didn't do it today in class, but over the last couple of weeks, we've been doing um, a flow from dancing Shiva, mm-hmm. and then you're twisted dancing Shiva, and then you step back into twisted crescent lunge. So, but your arms are out to the sides, and then you reach out, come back, and then vinyasa. Uh-huh. So it's like it's like, but you're all still balanced on one leg. And I don't know, I felt so, and and it just came to me, but I know the truth of the matter is it's not mine. It came from someone. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Like I have been practicing for so long that somewhere along the line, it got pulled from, Right. you know, and I've, I've been practicing under various amounts of teachers Mm -hmm. and, you know, who knows if it came from Laura or Kelly or it, 
I could list a bucket. What if it came from somewhere of, on Instagram that you scrolled past, don't even remember watching the damn video, and it's some random person online? Exactly. Like somewhere in the subconscious. Do you want to get stuck on like the worrying <laughs> about if you're stealing, or do you want to just like execute and bring your, you know, yeah. to the mat? And I think that that that's where I'm going is that's yeah. how it translates to life. Like mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, we got this idea and whether it was a dream or right. whatever, it came from somewhere or God was like, Hey, this is a new fresh idea. I'm going to put it onto like five people. Right. Let's see. <gasps> and he's up there and he's like, sticks. okay, go. <sighs> Why are you not moving? <laughs> That would be so funny. Oh, no, I, I, I cannot wait to ask some of these questions. Right. <laughs> I like I swear I see this vision and I may have said this already, but I see like God and Jesus up there and they hand me an opportunity and they're like, okay, this time she's gonna get it. And then yeah. I walk right past it and they're like face palm. Yeah, and then well <laughs> what I see along the way is that same thing, but then there's like Buddha and all the other yeah. like religions like hanging out up I there with Jesus. Yeah. Right. And and they're like, oh man. Maybe if I put it into this terms, then she'll get it. Yes. <gasps> they or have maybe. a brain trust. I think they do. I really think they do. Oh, I, just I got really chills. think all oh of these God. gods from the world got allowed to be here on this earth, on this planet, and they're all hanging up there just trying to get us to I see if the divine. Just like standing no. Yeah. They're giving us a standing no. <laughs> I mean, I've had this conversation before with other people, and yeah, I've told my husband this one time, and my husband was like, that is so not it. If you were a Christian, this would be such a, like, baloney. Nobody would. And he was like, you're not a real Christian if you believe that. And I was like, shut First of all, that's binary thinking, binary bill. We don't do that over here. It is the gray. We dance in the gray. And that very well, no one can say it's not. It could very easily be what's going on up there. I seriously cannot wait to get to heaven in some ways because I'm like, who is hanging out up there? They are probably all at this big like community table or like right. sitting on pillows or I don't Remember know. The, the know. Disney movie Hercules? Yes. That's what I picture. Them in the clouds. Yeah, I picture that too. white everywhere. Me too. Me too. <laughs> God looks a little bit like Santa Claus mixed with Zeus. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> He's fit. Because he's God, and he takes yeah. care of his temple. <laughs> you know, I was reading these stories to Lily in this children's Bible that we have, and they're kind of, you know, retranslated so the kids can understand. They got these beautiful pictures and stuff. And one of them was talking about the miracles, and it was like, uh, hang on, who's the guy with the staff that holds the snake? Is it Moses? Yes. So he like sees this burning bush and he comes up onto this burning bush and he's like, whoa, this bush is on fire. I better stop in my tracks. Okay. And then, and then he hears the voice of God and God is like, oh, I am God. I am here. <laughs> and then he's like, pick up that stick. And so Moses picks up the stick and he's like, turns it into a snake. Okay. So then all of a sudden the snake is the stick and he's like, put it back down on the ground. And he puts it back down on the ground and he's like, why are you making me do this God? And then he's like, God's like, pick up that snake from the tail. And Moses is like, okay. And he picks it up, (laughs) you know, scared of this burning bush, God in a burning bush. He picks it up and then it turns back into a staff. Okay. Okay. So I'm reading this story to my child. I had no idea that happened. Reading the story to my child and just like, how does she not understand this? So then the story like 
Like, how is she wrapping her head? What's going through her mind? Right. So the story goes on, and it's like God says to Moses, you have to go tell these stories and show miracles, and then they will believe that I I exist. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay. And God tells him to, like, put his hand in his pocket. And so he's, like, in front of these people that he's supposed to show that God exists and miracles are real. Mm -hmm. So he puts his hand in his pocket, and then he takes his hand out. And leprosy, you know, that big disease back then. So picture COVID all over your hand. Right. Like, if COVID was a visible thing, yeah. Visible thing. So then, you know, COVID's on your hand, and then he's like, and then God's like, put your hand back in your pocket. And so he puts his hand back in his pocket. And then God's like, take your hand back out. And then it's like pure and clean. Magic trick. So like miracles, right? Okay. So I was wondering, trying to come full circle here, if we all just believed and trusted and had that faith and simplicity, like, would we see more miracles? Ooh. would covid if we all just believed like faith like a child just, yeah yeah and like lily like lily was listening to this story like it was no big deal right and i'm like where she has no fear right now like yeah. fear has kind of at age five fear has kind of just been introduced Ooh. typically it's from four to six anywhere in that age yeah. just depending on the child right so fear has been introduced and so she has fear but not near as much as you and i do mm-hmm so if Tatum we just all trusted. Yeah. I don't know. wonder where we would be. Do you want to know a side note about the burning bush? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? There's word on the street. Chris could tell you all of it. That there's a burning bush? <laughs> oh, no. That um, the burning bush, like they, whatever science backed, whatever, um, that the burning bush was psychedelics and Moses tripped balls. <laughs> I would believe that. Right. And that's why he thought God was talking to him. And, and he was though, like, that's what these, the people that are saying this, like, psychedelics, Chris and I might be sober, but you know, we didn't say clean and sober. We are into drugs. Right. Like something definitely (laughs) in our future. Right. When someone's watching our children, obviously, um, that we plan to do as part of a healing journey for psychedelics and like believe in this whole like interdimensional consciousness. I, I mean, yeah, like I think that psychedelics <laughs> are created to open your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And and whether That's why you I believe in medical marijuana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I do too. At yeah. the end of the day, yeah. I I'll <laughs> definitely do it as soon as it's legal everywhere. Legal everywhere. Oh, I will hold your ass to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think my kids need to be a little older. Yeah. I mean, I know like right now I can give them iPads, but you know. Yeah. And I trust that they're just watching the iPad, but yeah, do I trust that they're not touching a hot oven Ooh, or, you know, know, like little yeah. things, the oven's off by the way, <laughs> <laughs> just in case anyone, you know, worried. I just, yeah. I, I think about, so I actually have something kind of hidden up, you know, up top of a shelf. And if you want to come get it, by all means, people listening, come get it. Um, <laughs> but I, I cannot bring myself to physically like eat it because I, have been thinking like what if I'm not totally aware and conscious of my children yeah you know I wouldn't try it for your first time with the kids around yeah or at least wait till they're in bed and safe and sound when they don't wake up ever yeah but (laughs) and then be near a bed in a pantry because it's about all you need (laughs) and then the next night you can try again (laughs) 
<laughs> I would not do it when they're awake just in case, because it, it is something that you build a tolerance to. So what, what I can have, and you would not be able to do that for a couple of years and that's okay. No. Like, yeah. It's been a long time since right. I've, and I believe in microdosing. Like I don't, I don't even smoke like normal people. Some people like hold it in their lungs and hold their breath and blah, blah, blah. like I don't cough ever. It's just literally a microdose and it helps ease the monkey mind. It helps mm. um, ease the, um, the scary thoughts that pop up out of nowhere that I'm constantly dodging. Like where the fuck did that thought come from? I was just going about my business and, everything's great. And then negative Nancy comes in here and just starts talking mm. shit to me. <laughs> and honestly, then you have a micro dose and it, it's like, okay, now back on track, what we were doing back to work, back to connecting yeah. back to, it's so weird how it works, but it makes, makes my brain a safe place to live. Makes yeah. my brain, not a briar patch. Well, as I can, yeah, I'm trying to heal. I mean, you're trying patch. to heal. Yeah. It doesn't, um, numb. I, I know for a fact it can be used to numb. That's when you take right. a bong rip to the face and you're donezo. I'm not doing that. That's not what I like to do. I take gotcha. teeny tiny microdoses yeah. that help. I don't know. Calm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Level the. You know, I don't do any yeah. of that right now. And that's good. A lot of my friends have said recently, like, how are you so calm? And they're mm. like, you're a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm really not as calm as you think, but okay, <laughs> But cool. I'm glad I'm playing it off. <laughs> right. You know, but however, I must say that over the last two to three years with deepening my yoga practice and deepening my breath and really deepening my meditation, it's yeah. honestly, I, my monkey mind doesn't really exist as much as it used to. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Like I think hot it, yoga cures that. It's a practice. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, hot yoga, any kind of yoga yeah, helps take that away. Absolutely. I was staring at a friend of mine. Um, we were sitting, having lunch, I believe. I'm trying to remember. I can picture like the moment. And, you know, like this friend gets this blank stare. Like, okay. And I'm like, oh, my mind's somewhere else. I'm like, okay. Whoa. And it's just one of those moments where I was reminded that I'm so grateful for the present yeah, and like the ability to be present. And I feel like, you know, all those books that I've read and all the tidbits and the little bit of information is like, wow. Yeah. Chris and I both drift off into La La Land a couple times a day. I think it's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh, I know. But it's. Especially, like, in your home. Yeah. When you're just doing you. Right. Or when all you hear is your husband's voice, so you kind of zone out a little bit. (laughs) Just kidding. I love you, Chris. (laughs) Your voice is the only voice I want to (laughs) hear. No, I know what you mean. But I I notice that I do zone out, and I hate to admit this, when I'm playing with my kids. And it's something mundane that I, like, I really would rather be creating and working and Uh, that kind of stuff. And that's when I'm like, I should be in the moment and I'm living somewhere else and they can tell, but I don't give a shit what's going on in your video game. I'm sorry. I'm trying to care. I'm there, but it's, I know they know it's not all there. There's a difference in when I'm like, Oh, Batman. Ooh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what's how do you handle that i mean i'm really trying to limit my kids 
screen time yeah, right now. Yeah, mine's in daycare all day, so he doesn't have much. There's screen time in, like, the evening. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. But that's when he wants me to be playing with him. Like, yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, they just want you to play. I know. And enjoy the same things they're enjoying. I know. That's exactly what it is, and I need to stop being. And I do. Like, I sit with him, and I start out yeah. doing it, and then I'm like, yeah, right here. I'm, I find myself doing that too. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. And lately I've been really trying to be conscious and. Yeah, me too. I think that's why like I'm just aware of it. Do it. And awareness is good. Cause then yeah. you can, you can shift it however you want to shift it. Yeah. Like, do you want to be present with your kid? Or of not? course. Of course I want right? to. Right. But I guess I, what I'm trying to say is I empathize with that dazing off. Cause I catch myself like I'm looking at the tablet and then I'm dazing off. You know, like I swear it was here a second ago. It just is easy to slip. Yeah. I think, you know, it comes with practice, right? Oh, yeah. Like, if you notice yourself getting better and better and better over time, then, Mm -hmm. you know. Practice. It's my favorite word. A lot of life is practice. Mm -hmm. And just doing your best. Right. Because that's all we can do, right? Right. I don't even know what our topic today ended up being. (laughs) None um, of those. None of those. <laughs> we, didn't we didn't even talk about masks. <laughs> we talked about it for like a Did hot we? minute. Yeah. You were like, I don't like them. Oh. And that was it. I mean, what did we even just talk about? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. How long did we talk for? 40 minutes. <gasps> Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So, heal. So yeah, in my sobriety after after dark um, online course, I wrote all these acronyms down to like work on boundary work and ego work and all of this stuff. And I had been working on this heal acronym for a while, and I could never figure out. I kept trying to make it say um, honor everything, and I wanted to say let it go, but I'm like oh, it's not lig. It's healed, you know. Yeah, yeah. So going honor everything and like that was the thing that kept running through my head so then I was in yoga today your amazing yoga class and like at the very end I don't know what we were doing it was something at the very end but it literally just came to me honor your body so heal Mm -hmm. the acronym for for heal yeah honor your body engage in safe community that's a huge one for me yeah that is huge align with your authentic self and love yourself first. Yay! Yay! I don't know where all the words came from, but they just came. You got it. <laughs> it could be someone else's idea in my subconscious that's rearing, but I hope not. We did talk a lot about that yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Subconsciouses are like recording machines. So even when you don't consciously remember, your subconscious does, and we can't always access that. So Yeah. And I, I guess that was my point in that is I, all of our ideas have come from somewhere at right. some point in time. Right. Like everything has been from something we have learned or experienced or, and maybe we've gotten a new idea like this acronym mm-hmm. that is actually brand new, but it's all come from bits and pieces that you've learned over time. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, this probably is yours. Re- yeah. Regardless, <laughs> I want to share it. Jackie. <laughs> regardless, I want everybody to heal and I want everybody to do all those things. Yeah. Honor your body. Be engaged in safe community. How about the energy today at Destin Hot Yoga? What a wonderful safe so community. Right. right? 
It felt so good today. Oh, right. It was just like an extra special day up it in there. It really was extra special. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I can't even fully describe it, but yeah, it was extra special. We need to have more parties. I know we're not, that's not COVID safe, but. Yeah. Right. Well, you guys kind of <laughs> had one for Jess's housewarming. Yes. Yes. It was so good. Oh, I'm so sad you couldn't go. It. I almost texted you too because traffic was like kind of breezy. But you never know, like, when something happens. So I'm like, "Mm, even if it's breezy for me, two cars behind could, like, ruin everything. I love when I'm, like, (laughs) behind you. I think sometimes you're on the... I'm on my way to teach class, and then you're, like, on the way to To work. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it because I'm like, oh, there's Jackie. And you got your Dustin Hot Yoga sticker. Yeah. (laughs) I need a new one. Mine's peeling. I need to put a freshie up there. Yeah. I need to wash my car is what I need yeah that's okay don't judge my driving non-judgment right non-judgment I'm gonna I, I would classify myself as an aggressive driver oh. I used to be a psychotic driver in the like I was raised by northerners from New York and oh. Philly and it's a little loud sometimes <laughs> when people I mean it's always because someone's done something stupid and I just yeah anger comes out of me I've gotten much yeah. better but I am a lane changer I am somebody that's constantly like oh I'm a lane changer too oh good good I yeah. find people I love finding my people <laughs> <laughs> for a minute there I'm like I don't really need bumper stickers on my car I don't think you really want me to have bumper stickers I have bumper stickers on my car yeah you'll well, know it's me like, too yeah, yeah like I'm the person that's gonna stay in the right hand lane now that it's the merge lane <laughs> if we all if we all did that traffic yeah. wouldn't be past Sandestin. it would right. be to like ketos like yeah if everybody would just let everybody in everybody merge everybody if merge. everybody would do the zipper like they do in california like it is like merge on a both sides. given it is it is like if you're just in line you go one 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 it's a zipper it's a you zipper. go i go right yeah yeah you go this person goes, this person goes. It's, it's like one person comes from the right. One person comes from the left. One person comes from the right, from the left. And it's just like, yeah. that's, that's how you drive in California. It's a zipper. That makes sense. <gasps> that makes total sense. If everybody around zipper! here would just zipper. <laughs> I'm going to start making zipper bumper stickers and just putting them on everybody. So that's Please. It's like, zipper. It, it's like embedded in the way of life out there. Yeah. But here it's weird because I feel like sometimes you either have the really over courteous, like the mm-hmm. like, go ahead, go which ahead. Which actually first. destroy the traffic pattern and they're the yes. my least favorite people. Yeah. If you just went, we could all freaking go. Yeah. Mm. Well, and that's, and that's why like the yeah. zipper, just come on. Then right. we're all working together and yes. then we are all the same and we are one. Right. Right. Together. Instead of like, no, you can't go. Out. I have to be somewhere. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely have got people off a few times and or this lady tried seen... to sideswipe me once. Ah! I was like hey it's called bloody 98 for a reason mm-hmm. it's dangerous I didn't there. know it was called that you didn't what how would your husband like do what he does and you've never heard bloody 98 I've never heard because of all the accidents that happen or how many people die I think There's it's like a lot all the bicycle people that die like yeah. I think it's like people yeah. need to not bike on the side of 98 unless you're on the road that's not like paved and stuff like now might be the most t- like safe time mm. to bike if you're gonna stay in an area that's coned off but even yeah. then watch out for the drunk people you never know right I mean, people are drinking by 9 a.m here it's vacation down 
And I'm no judgment, like literally non-judgment. I know. I had my exists. first drink at like 12 yesterday. Get some. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> and then I ended up only having three throughout the day. Oh, that's nothing. Like all the way up until like seven, you know, yeah. but they were really good. Yay. It was called like high moon. Oh, and it oh, was I saw you vodka mixed with soda, like in a can. So it was yeah. very beach friendly, right? Low yeah. calorie. And it was like all seemed healthy by the right. label and everything that I read. And then I found them on Instagram afterwards. I was like, I like these people. Nice. That's really, really cool. Really simple. Um, my girlfriend looked at the wine spritzers the other day in a can. I was like, huh, I used to make those on the beach when I first moved here. Right. Otherwise you get wasted when you drink a Magnum bottle of wine by yourself at the beach. Yeah. That's trouble. <laughs> Whoopsies. In oh, the and the fit wine is on sale right now. Uh, ah. For those people that drink, we don't really talk about drinking that much on this podcast. So yeah. sorry about that. Well, I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if you do the fit wine, it's the low sugar one. Nice. That's yeah. That Coco didn't at Publix. Oh, nice. Ooh, that's a good public steal. You want to know, right? Right. Not that I'm encouraging drinking at nine a.m. Well, you just have to know the difference between comfort and numbing. Like if you're <laughs> doing it for comfort, like you enjoy the taste of it and it's yeah. nice, and it's a Sunday afternoon, then that's comfort. When you've had a rough day and you can't wait to get home to drink, so you stop at the gas station and get a mini bottle of wine. That's not okay. No, that's that's numbing. Not okay. But it was and my like by the end of my drinking career, I was literally I love that you call it a career. Oh yeah. I was a professional. I was an absolute <laughs> professional drinker. I had a functioning life. I was I mean, I was functional. Yeah. Chris was not. Oh yeah. And thank God, right. because I needed his dysfunction to get us out of the hole. So yeah. It's it good was that good, you guys got out yeah. of the hole. Oh yeah. It was seems like you have your other vices though, don't we all? Vices and addictions, and like honestly, I don't see this healing journey ending anytime soon. So, like every time you heal something, a new layer of stuff comes up. And isn't that interesting? Yeah, like I get more creative with it, though. So that's cool. Yeah, and honestly, I I've been healing something very specific um, yeah. for a little while now, and it's interesting that it came back up when you first came over and I started to tell you about it, and it was interesting looking back on it now mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, it doesn't bother me as much as that's, it did. Yeah. That's so healing. that's good. It's perspective like I've change. Feel like I've shifted yeah. at this point. And Yay. that's a really good feeling. So I think I think that's the heal that we're after or yeah. that we should be after. That's I know that's what I'm after. Absolutely. Um, me too. It's to just shift. Yeah. You know? Gosh, what did John say today that was so funny? If I can remember, and I might have to cut this out. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I loved yes. it though because he was like perspective. Oh, and it was just so funny. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, okay, man. moving on. Yeah, <laughs> heal. Oh, speaking of heal, there's that movie Heal or the. Um, Ooh, what is this documentary on Netflix? Okay. And it is the. Robin something transformation. I'm going to pull it up. It's this guy does this documentary and he is out of Asheville, North Carolina. He's pretty cool. Um, let me see if I can find it. And then we'll wrap it up. Uh, come on. <laughs> 
Okay, maybe I need to Google. I thought I had him on Instagram. You should see this. If you're into this healing thing, you should definitely see this. Um, okay. Oh, it's not heal Netflix. Here we go. Ah, of course it took. Okay, it's not who I thought was in it. It was filmed in 2017. Kelly Noonan Gors and Adam Schooner. The film focuses on mind body interventions and follows several individuals who used these techniques about after being diagnosed with a fatal disease. Rob, Rob is one of the people that they focus on, I thought, but I don't see his name in here. Like it says Deepak Chopra. Anyway, okay, moving on. Deep, how do you say that? Deepak Chopra? I don't, Chopra. Because there's also like the Chopra Center. or I don't know how to say that. I don't actually. either. We're probably butchering this. Sorry. <laughs> Both of us, yeah. Sorry. Whoopsies. Sorry. I'm sure mm-hmm. someone out there knows. I just remembered someone I haven't messaged back. I don't know why that just came out. I don't know, but you remembered. <laughs> no, no, I can't even find him now. I wonder if he got taken off the map. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. That is weird. It'll come to me after this. Anyway, there's a heel documentary on Netflix, and it's really cool because cool. it's you know works with not just the guy that I'm thinking of that maybe isn't really on it. <laughs> But it shows all these people going through this healing process and realizing that their wounds are so much deeper than they are. Like you have been realizing, Mm -hmm. like I have realized, and it's, it's amazing. And I guess that's where I kind of conclude all the little lessons that I'm learning now are important for my children. Like exactly. How can I help them not have to go through some of these things? This is exactly why I've listened to eight rounds of the power of vulnerability, because I need to be able to show up for my kids when they go through hard things. I need to be able to sit with them instead of rage out because I can't handle the wound that is so deep in me. I need to be able to heal my wounds so that I don't bleed on my children when I'm triggered. Mm -hmm. All of these things are literally driven, not by my children. I'm not like, I don't know. Yes. They're driven by my children. Mm -hmm. They're all like. Yeah, I have to heal it so I don't pass this You're down. You're seeing it. I can and, feel the torch. I can feel yeah. the... Like, Brene Brown says we pass down the straitjackets of, of perfectionism. She says, like, just might as well, like, have them stick their tiny little arms up and slip that straitjacket right over them. Aww. And I see it in all the things that I do. And I don't know how I feel about it because I know in a lot of ways my dad being so perfectionistic is what made me really freaking successful in a lot of ways <laughs> I you know so Sometimes some things there is a way to do it right <laughs> yeah so some things and lessons that have been taught us are good right but how do we I don't know differentiate so that we can teach our children right so that I'm not passing down perfectionism I'm passing down 
you know, loyalty to your work and wanting to do it right and not like, and doing a good job. Right. Right. And and healthy striving is what she calls it is what, what, um, Brene Brown calls it is healthy striving. Yeah. Like the difference between healthy striving and perfectionism. Oh my gosh. I need to read some of her stuff. I haven't yet. I'm literally on round eight and I'm learning something new every single time I listen to it. I just have it on repeat so that I can, it's, I'm downloading it into my subconscious is what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, so key. I think it's helpful. I think it's really, really helpful when I yeah. have a doctor who's done the research. Hi, pumpkin. Hi. Oh my gosh, what a sweet face. Hi, love. Hi. We talking too long. We'll we'll wrap it up, okay? Can you give us like five more minutes? Oh, hugs for my daughter are my favorite thing. Not that my son's hugs are bad, but. Just that way she squeezes my neck. <laughs> yeah, sweet. I love when they come and snuggle. I will close the door. I'll close it. <laughs> she goes, I won't close the door. Teddy does the same, the exact same gallop. She must have known we were talking about her. Like, oh, funny. She could feel it. <gasps> hey, I believe that shit. She's very intuitive. Really? I know that. Like, yeah. I can... I can tell. And it's little mm-hmm. moments like this. Yeah. Might even keep that in there for that. Sake. Right. Right. How That's sweet. really cool. <sighs> okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to wrap up, okay? I love you. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. Oh my goodness, she's precious. Yeah, okay, so healing and generational trauma and pass if we can pass down if if we can pass down generational trauma, then we can pass down generational healing. So Instead of focusing so much on the trauma, we focus on the healing. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think part of it too, I know for me, I want to pass down just love. And Absolutely. How to, like self-love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mommy, I love you. I love you too. Okay. Wait, what is that up there? You know what that is. Give us a few more minutes, beautiful. What is that pink thingy? What pink thingy? Oh, the beads? Oh, the pink thing. Oh, like here. Oh, that's a tassel for the mala. Oh. Almost done with that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot I had that one. I could have given you that one. Oh, it's okay. Um. Okay, we'll be done in just a minute, okay? Um, okay. 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 (laughs) All right. Yes. So love and teaching them love and teaching them how to heal when they need to heal because inevitably something will happen. Of course. Middle school is going to happen. Kids. No matter if it's online or not, it's going to happen. They're going to be teenagers. They're Mm going to have ridiculously hard emotions. They're going to feel left out. They're going to feel almost chosen. They're going to feel yeah. all these shitty feelings that we talk about in our, you know, safe community. Right. They're going to feel them too. And we have to make sure that we provide that safe haven for them. And the right tools. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. That's it. Okay, cool. 
Thank you so much for listening. This was a collaboration session with Sobriety After Dark with your host, Jackie Laidlaw. And this is Fully Awake with your host, Sarah Liz. Thanks for coming, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We will see you soon. Namaste. Namaste, beaches.